What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void. Void Horror Podcast. That's right. Today, we have a special guest with us. It is none other than the inventor of Ultra Glide Lubricant. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the podcast, TryHard. How are you? Oh, thanks for having me. I'm doing okay. I'm kind of nursing an injury from all that, that lubricant that I have <laughs> just laying around my house. I fell down the front patio steps and uh, still recovering, but thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, of course, we have TryHard. If some of you have been watching some of the streams or been watching any of the videos or anything like that in the Discord, uh, you'll know they've been hanging out with a new friend here named TryHard Heroes. Uh, he's a YouTuber. And also a Twitch streamer and uh, just a fucking fun motherfucker that I've met here in the past couple of weeks. So welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting into some spooky stuff and, and talking about weird things that are borderline bannerific. So. <laughs> stuff we can't get away with on Twitch. Yeah, I know. It sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, like, I will definitely have some of the links down here below to his Twitch and YouTube. Of course, you should check it out. But if you guys enjoy my brand of humor, you'll probably enjoy his because he's pretty off the top, too. So today, guys, we're also going to be doing a grave plot. So for those of you who do not know what the fuck grave plots is, it's basically it's kind of like a creative thing that we do on this podcast every like five weeks where we pull a name out of a crystal skull with diamond eyes of fake movie titles that we put into a into the the skull and then we pull it out and make up a basically the entire story of a movie in about 45 minutes to an hour as quick as best we can so we're gonna be throwing fucking try hard in the deep end uh which i think you'll you'll do good at actually i I thrive actually when i was younger true story uh my uncle was sick and tired of me not knowing how to swim so he did throw me in the deep end and i almost drowned so (laughs) mine actually (laughs) held me underwater until i couldn't breathe and i had to go to the hospital oh Uh, god (laughs) sweet so we have happy childhood stories yeah i'm kidding that never really happened but it just sounded cool I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, dude. That's the best part. I, l- I like that the fact that people can't tell when I'm joking or serious. <laughs> like, they never know. Well, that's because you're always joking. That's why. Oh, it's great, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. So, so, so we just got done doing a a, a video that's going to be coming out in the future. Can we even talk about what it is? Or um, probably not. Let's keep it a secret because right. there's a lot of people looking forward to what that's going to be. I'll share it with you guys when it airs. Yeah. Well, this week, by the way, guys. We don't we usually do a horror shot, a themed shot, like based on like 
the movie we're watching or whatever subject we're doing that week. And because we don't know what the fucking name of the movie is going to be this week, we're not going to be doing a horror shot. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right into Grave Plots right now. Alright guys, so now we're going to be pulling from, the, I would let you pull this by the way from the Crystal Skull Diamond Eyes that we legitimately have and it costs billions of dollars and includes time travel to uh, be able to acquire this skull um, but I'm going to pull it for you, you just tell me when Oh yeah. You like keep that? Shuffling, keep your hand in there <laughs> Okay, right here <laughs> Keep it deep in there yeah. And I'm almost there, I'm almost there, I'm almost there and pull it <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god yeah. I don't know if we should do this one Because I kind of threw it in there just to be funny What is it? Oh my god What P- is it? Puddin' lips Puddin' lips <laughs> Puddin' lips You know what? We could work with that we I mean we definitely could because we're fucking sick fucks But like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's pretty funny, but I think that's hilarious. That's a trolley one, I think. Well, we could make that one terrifying. We could we could run with that and do something. You could really go anywhere thing. really with it. Yeah, there's maybe like, it's like yeah. a like I get. I think I know. Uh, I think I know what we could do because like, what if it's just like a kid that's like, it's as a child something really bad happened, and he was eating pudding and he had pudding on his lips when he was like. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where my brain was going is I was thinking pudding lips is is in, in more of like a, maybe a curse or a disease or a virus. Maybe a curse, though. <laughs> oh, my God. A, it's, it's a kissing curse, though, right? So when one oh. person kisses another person, it passes it on. It doesn't show itself right away. And it actually it, it gets misdiagnosed as perhaps maybe herpes or something to begin with. But okay. over time their muscular tissue inside their lips starts to liquefy and they start to lose the use of their mouth, which again, keeps being misdiagnosed over and over. But this is a disease that, like I said, incubates over a period. So it spreads and it spreads through the most, you know, kissy people, the most prolific people. And, you know, it it, it doesn't just have an effect on the mouth is that there's even like, let's just say like a girl like went down on a dude. And so his wiener, it's the same thing happening to his wiener. And like, it's this whole thing that spreads. And over time, their mouth will dissolve, but it doesn't stop there. It becomes a flesh-eating virus almost. Good God. It to dissolve their fucking, the rest of them. Okay, well, here's here's throat. what I'm thinking, though, because, <laughs> like, I, the kissing disease maybe like, because, like, it, are you really going to go fucking suck on the lips of somebody that has, like, fucking well, jello pudding pop on their mouth? You would off the bat. You know, oh. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think, oh, those are some nice pudding pops on these, like, fucking, like, diseased pockmark. <laughs> but no, it would just be, like, this like, really attractive girl, you know, beautiful beautiful everything you you know and she's like she's like hey what's up and you're like oh not much i'm just you know having a drink and she's like oh right on and it just kind of spreads and you you get to talk to her that night she's actually amazing you're sitting at this booth and maybe a little pecks it's not like you're fingering each other but you just you know peck and, <laughs> and it's not a big deal and at the end of the night you say hey can i call you she goes yeah absolutely but little do you know like a, like a few like a few like a wee, few weeks before at that same club she met some other dude that she kissed and then that guy actually ended up as a goof fucking kissing a buddy <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like you know and like it just keeps spreading and the thing is is that this is the kicker is that those people cannot warn anyone because the effect 
not only renders them incapable of speaking because it starts to corrode their mouth working its way back, but maybe it has a neurological effect as well. Okay, what about this, though? What about this? Like, I like where you're going with that, but then, like, how do you coerce somebody to kiss you? You know what I mean? Like, Uh, you know what I mean? Just like, you don't know it's there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like whatever. What if it doesn't, like, like it has a delayed effect that you start to get pudding lips later on and some, like, one person, like, spreads it to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a wildfire and then there, there has to be like a catalyst right and then form. then all of a sudden people start showing up with pudding <laughs> pudding lips. Fucking ridiculous and like <laughs> but it'd be called something it'll be called something like oral tribulitis or something but but it, but the nickname that that people call it is like oh pudding lips you know like oh you got pudding uh, lips get out of the, get out of here not welcome here you know it's what like i mean street like, slang it, you become almost like a leper like a modern day leper <laughs> and your lips just pus yeah, your lips are just fucking, like missing after a while. You just see teeth, but the gums are starting to rot too in the tongue, in the throat, in the cheeks, and it starts working its way back until their whole skull, and they'll just they'll die from an infection. Okay, so now how do people? Well, I mean, I like this, but yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we need to have some like murdery kind of stuff too. So um, it's like, okay. how do we spin that in there? Murdery. Well, maybe along the lines of. Um, See, okay, for, I got for it. me, it's uh, it's hard because, like, I've come up with so many different movies where, like, shit outbreaks or, like, whatever. So I, yeah. like, kind of don't want to traipse over my own shit, but go ahead. Um, well, I'm thinking that we could go in the direction where it is a sort of outbreak that people become aware of it. It's called Pudding Lips, you know. But there's a extreme extremist group because pudding lips pudding lips once it gets to the point that it starts rotting the flesh on surrounding areas it becomes highly contagious and this extremist group believes that they have to eradicate everyone but not just eradicate them because they don't want to handle them too much and and risk catching pudding lips um they will actually torch people like burn people alive okay Uh, and and there's like it's almost like a a holocaust situation where like maybe like you know there's this group that are going house to house and there's this couple who happen to have pudding lips you know and they've kept their daughter kind of quarantined so she definitely doesn't have it right she's a 16 year old girl you know and this couple the husband has progressed stages the wife because he cheated on her with his his secretary who happened to to contract it um, from her boyfriend who they were both cheaters and he gave it to his wife it's this whole thing, but they say they stay locked in their homes because they're afraid because this extremist group has taken over law enforcement, everything. It has become the new norm that you, you basically will torch people's homes like with them in it. And uh, it's this extreme, horrible way to die. And, and they're trying to protect their daughter. And just okay. imagine the terror of like, say, this 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 group, you see them all outside. They have um, like makeshift flamethrowers and fucking like, you know, they're, like, the, they're like the, the flame boys or whatever. Like they, yeah, fucking, they have like, like gas masks. And right. Shit. And, and you know and what? It would like, be also a really good kind of spin on this, too, is that there's yeah, yeah, people yeah. who have it and are infected by it and worship it as a totally. as, as a way to, like, accept God into their fucking, you know, into the world. And, and that what if this, those people aren't even like they're 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 their faces are rotting and everything's rotting, but they seem to be unaffected by it because their belief makes them almost immune. Right. Like, I feel like effects. like they even they're falling apart and everything, but they embrace it. And they yeah. and they're like kind of like a cult in a way, which, you know, is like trying to smear their their stuff on people's faces. So like, yeah, they're trying to spread it around people. They see it as a gift, like a right. blessing. 
you know, the nickname they can be given is like chatterers. And the reason they're called that is because they're missing their lips. So you can just see their teeth like skulls, their teeth chatter. Right. And it might be like a, a thing that they're called like, <laughs> and, and like, yeah. And like, I can imagine like the, the, one scenario could be like revolving around that family I was talking about. And these people are beating on the door and they're trying to get, sneak their daughter out the back. And then you see this, this, this horde of people are actually already at the back, like waiting for them. And like right. they basically see their daughter get torched in front of them before they know they're next. It's a horrific so, cerebral experience. Where it's so like, is so as you, you know, think the, the the story should like be surrounded around this family and like no, I think the family should be the intro sequence to show how bad things have gotten. Okay. Perhaps. But like it happens over time. Like you have maybe you'll have like news segments like on TV and stuff like clips of that. Very Romero-esque. You know what I mean? That's like showing how this progressed. Like first, it, it you know, it's like, mm. oh, you know, teens are getting, you know, this this uh, sexually transmitted disease by way of kissing and, you know, like things like that. And then like, you know, and then it progresses and saying, you know, what was once thought to be simply a herpes simplex B outbreak. It turns out actually it might be, a, you know, a new form of plague. Right. Or after six, you know, things like that. And like it keeps continuing on. And, and, you know, it's staticky, staticky. And like, and then, you know, it shows that whole thing. Newspaper clippings fucking has clips of people rioting. There's like clips of people who are dead lying there with rotting bodies from the effects that people are like, they're like filming the corpses, like a proof video. Right. Like eventually it fades out. The credits, boom. And then you have the home and you can see, like, you, you see his window. Like, like a, you know, the windows have the shades and they're like drop down. You see a man's eye looking out, but it's kind of bloodshot shot right and the camera pans inside and you can see the side of his face and he looks relatively normal and he goes okay i think they're gone he turns to his wife and then you see her face is looking pretty bad but then the camera pans day back to him and his right side of his face that was hidden to begin with is corroded away you know what i think we should do to too is yeah. like yeah so like the intro thing i like what you're talking about like we do yeah. the through the family and everything like that but i think it'll be like 30 30 days earlier you know what I mean? Like yes, a month totally, earlier. Totally. And then yeah. like we could show like like the way I would do it if I was going to make a movie or something like that. It was yeah. pay a lot of attention to hands and mouths. And so totally. like the camera would always be watching people drink uncomfortably. Oh, yeah, yeah, See, yeah. See, you know what I mean? Kind of like to d establish that kind of like they did in the movie. I don't know if you ever seen it, but it was like Outbreak. Uh, it was um, like this. It was like Dustin Hoffman or whatever. Like they had the monkey and. Uh, I think I might have. It's uh, it's pretty old. It was like from the nineties or some shit like that. But yeah, they, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. I, I, I remember one that was like a, started from a monkey virus. I don't know. Either way, you know, whatever. I know what you're talking about. At any rate, right. And I think uh, it would be kind of cool, just like to to like if there was a trailer, you would do it like an outbreak, so people already know it's like an outbreak yes. movie. So you're just kind of like filling in the pockets to to you're build up to the, the break, foot to drop kind of right. thing. Like you want to cause the build up, the tension, right? And I think it'd be kind of yeah. interesting to have like. Well, at least two or three perspectives before it kicks off, and then you just focally po uh, stay on one person, or maybe those three separate people meet up at the or three totally separate like, groups. Yeah, totally. Where it's like all you know, it's like the stories are starting from separate branches, but they all intersect at some right. point in some way, like, like in maybe, the second act or something. Yeah, like maybe that sixteen-year-old girl who gets torched in the backyard. She gets torched pretty bad, but she still survives. You know, but her family are dead. She kind of like loses consciousness. You know, she comes to, and she's she's like you know scavenging, like trying to find her way to like you know like treat her wound. She's in so much fucking pain, and and that's her the beginning of her story. It's like so brutal she, and fucked. She should be know? like in her twenties or something like that, and maybe yeah. she's celebrating something at a bar. 
Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, she's like a bit older. Like, yeah, totally. Right. She's like, you know, she goes out and has drinks with her girls and like fucking goes out and and like, you know, you just start to see all these like things. Maybe in the background, people are getting sick, but you don't really notice it. It's not like they put a big point on it. Yeah. They're just totally. like, oh, it, he's drunk, you know, or something like it's that. It's such a passive thing. You know, it's like you don't even notice the the, the progression of things. Maybe there's you, like a homeless you know guy outside, you know, totally. like who's like who's like got it real bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just sitting there and she's like, her friend's like, you God, like as they walk by him or something, you know what I mean? As they're heading to the club. <laughs> it'd be uh, funny. You know, what would be funny is if like they're like drunk and leaving the club and like yeah. they're walking over some trash in like an alleyway or something like that. And like this, yeah. this homeless guy. And I mean, this, I'm not trying to like make fun of homeless or anything, but no, no, like, whatever. No, it's fine. What if like he's sitting there laying there and he's really sick and you kind of see him there and he's like mm-hmm. around a bunch of trash and like these drunk people come out and one of them steps on his head and it kind of pops open like a Cadbury egg. Yeah. Or like the <laughs> skin scrapes off and like reveals the bone and the fat. Right, underneath. But they don't even notice it. Like it just spills out for the viewer. But, yeah. But exactly. those those people don't know to just kind of show they're you too the, drunk and they're just stumbling home. They don't right. realize they just scraped off a chunk of this guy's face. Like, on oh, I stepped on like rotten cabbage or something, bro. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's fucking weird, man. It's just like uh, I was walking around. Anyway, I'm fucking drunk. Dude. What, what the fuck did I just step in? It's really yeah. just a Cadbury egg, man. No, I'm just <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, I love that idea. And like, and also, I'm thinking. So, have you ever heard? Uh, it's been used in a few thrillers, I think. Which? Um, it's a type of sound effect. It's uh, it's it's not like a music track per se. It is like you know you know the 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 Tibetan singing bowls. Right. It's like that, but it's a higher pitched, more sour note, and it drings rings out it's like it's like really awkward sure but it's high pitched that would be amazing it's where you for, rub the outside of the bowl right like with this thing and it starts yes, to make yes a, but it's like it's much more like i can't remember how they make it but it's a very sour sounding note but it's high pitched and it, tra- it trails out and if you have a nice fade on that that would be a really good sound to build up to like you know, say that, you know, for instance, we have that this one portion, like maybe where someone notices someone at, uh, let's say it's, it's a nurse. OK, she's at a hospital or something. This is very stereotypical. We, we shouldn't use this, but just an idea where she sees someone like, you know, slumped over in, in this waiting room. And there's one woman. She gets up and she's screaming and she's saying, you know, I, you know, there's something wrong with him, something wrong. And the nurse is like, OK, you're kind of floundering. Like, all these people seem to be kind of like, you know, worried and looking at this guy. And then she goes and looks over and he kind of lifts his head slightly and you can see he's got so bad portions of his eyelids are actually missing on his face and uh but then as she's approaching before you even see his face that's when you hear that you know kind of building up kind of thing and then as he lifts his head up that you know i mean that sound amplifies this the stress it's like infra infrasound you know you know right no no yeah no no, i know what you're talking about yeah totally it's sort of like that kind of idea and like uh, you know not that necessarily but it's almost like that introduction scene where it's like you start to realize how bad things are fucking getting. And what if spreading. what if it's not just for the viewer, but but maybe people who are infected actually hear that, and the cultist people who believe in the infection as a way of God communicating with them—that's yes. God talking to them when they hear that noise. Totally, totally. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Man. Like that's kind of yeah. interesting. 
that that's really cool and it's like we can even have it like in the idea that like that sound yeah that sound emitted is you know it could be explained by two ways either a yeah it's like the voice of whatever it's causing it echoing in their heads they think it's god or maybe it's like the cilia of their ear corroding from the disease but like they don't they don't know you know what i mean like it could be either or and that kind of leaves the viewers guessing and like not knowing just as much as the people experiencing it you know what i mean Right. Okay. And yeah. I also thought of another way that someone could contract something too. Mm. Uh, is like just uh, like I always think it's kind of interesting to add in like modern shit a little bit. Like if yes. I were to do a movie, like to I don't, I don't like it when they like kind of like force it down your throat. Um, but yeah. like s- little subtle things, like uh, maybe someone's on their phone and they spit on it or something you know what i mean and they're like looking through their phone and they're and then when that person goes to bed that night drunk they lay on it and you see, just stupid yeah. shit like that you know very stuff. subtle things yeah. right because like infection if you're thinking about it that way that's literally like if it's airborne well fuck everything's fucked at that point but yeah and there's like what what, what point is there a, for a story if it's airborne right you know? it's too like too that only quick. works if you're if you if the movie is revolving or the story the script is revolving around the characters being stranded somewhere and they can't escape because the air has polluted itself. Right. And like that that could be a very psychological thriller but obviously not thematic with what we're talking about. They've yeah. made movies work that do that but it is yes. a lot of red tape. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of very minimalistic filming too. It's like you have like a bunker situation and like the same concurrent characters and you never really have to introduce new ones because you know the outside world is fucked. Right. <laughs> um so yeah, but this, well, let's this let's think about airborne. the characters then. Uh, so we got a girl, and it, should she be with anybody? Or and she's um, in her twenties. She drinks. She's say, at a celebration. Let's say after the infection, uh, did she get infected, or is this the the girl? Well, this with the is family? just like yeah, we're just initially introducing okay, three groups so of people. It could be one girl. What if, what if that girl she gets burnt really badly after the whole scenario with her parents? Okay. Well, this and, would be pre-burnt. Yeah, pre-burnt. That's what I'm saying. But I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm saying like afterwards, we could introduce a character that actually probably gets fucked off, like killed pretty fast or leaves or whatever. But I'm thinking she has an old neighbor, like he's actually a war vet and his son or no, say his daughter passed away from, you know, some kind of um, some kind of cancer that killed her. And this man has a very fatherly like he has to take care of people and when he sees her outside and like he's like sees what happened he's you know waits for the crowd to dissipate and uh and he's like staring at the he's gonna go and try to bury them because they're his neighbors and he cares about them and as he goes out he starts moving the mother and as he moves her body back to reveal the daughter who's been scorched pretty badly but not that bad he sees that she's she's moving a little bit her eyes are still kind of flickering he's like oh she's alive so he's the one who nurses her back to health but that's just what i'm thinking afterwards but yeah okay prior prior um, What's a name that you can think of just so we can have reference um, for that girl? Well, I am very I'm a stickler when it comes to names and movies because, you know, I it's like I feel like you should have a lot of very normal names, but then one not normal name to kind of like make it believable. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like everyone has has like weird fucking names like Lathander and shit. After a while, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Is this? You know, but like I'm thinking like, yeah, if we have like she'll be like, uh, let's say her name could be Sharice, but her family Charisse. calls her Cher or something like, okay. you know, something like that. Like, that's just an idea. But then like, you know, the other characters we introduce will have pretty mundane names is well, the idea. And I was also like, I 
got a picture of this like for later. Like I do mm-hmm. like the idea that she's partially burned, but I also mm-hmm. like in my mind, and this sounds fucked up, but this is just how creative process works, I guess. Yeah, no, no, let's go, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is like I picture her somehow getting away from or coming home and they've got their family lined up outside and yeah and then just literally torturing them and like one of them is like really enjoying it one of the bad guys you know what i mean like too much that could work that actually makes a lot that makes it better too and maybe they're like lining the family as well as some of the neighbors up against a garage door right her family's home like one of them tries to run they shoot it and burn it yeah or like yeah yeah, shoot it (laughs) but yeah totally and like yeah it could be a very like maybe she's coming home for like her birthday kind of thing like well she's already turned 20 uh, or whatever the legal age is to drink in america because america's worth this shit you know it's 21 yeah 21 so she's just turned 21 she went out drinking with her friends the night before blah blah woke up kind of hung over but she's like oh you know she's in town she actually has been away at college so or something like that let's say like you know she's been away studying something or whatever working somewhere whatever but then she has to come home to see all of her friends again and her family so she decides well i'm gonna go hang out with my friends the night before and i'm gonna go see my family the day after that's but the good bizarre idea. thing is is she hasn't she's made the plans with her family like maybe a few months prior but Ooh. she hasn't heard from them since so it's maybe kind they've of a been weird estranged situation. a little bit not a whole bunch oh, just yeah, maybe and then yeah, she's just, coming home from college or she's like to reconnect right and, and that's why it's so much more traumatic seeing them murdered horribly in front of right. her. Right. And like instead of her like there's a party that night and she's headed over to her parents' house or her family's house and she gets a call on the way over there and she's dreading going over there anywhere and they're like, "Hey, we're going out for drinks. I heard you're coming in town." And that's yeah. when she goes out oh, instead of helping the family. She right. procrastinates because it's it's stressful for her. And right. then after that night, that's when she decides, "Okay, I'm going to bite it. I'm going to go see them." And on her way there, a lot of fucked up shit is happening constantly. She doesn't realize the shift that has taken place slowly. That that there's a this is this is when the extremist group has just started so it's not like a well-known thing it's right. just in that area for now or maybe it's you know um yeah and she has no idea and so yeah she's just walking along and then she'll maybe see like let's say she'll see this dog that's just walking along with its leash just dragging behind it and the dog has a little bit of blood on it and she's like what the hell and the dog sees her and just keeps walking so she's like okay and she keeps walking she has she has her bike with her and she's like pushing it because she like she was sustain- wasn't staying that far away from her parents to begin with she's pushing her bike she's a dog okay that's kind of weird keeps going and and she's like she stops and she realizes there's no cars driving around and then she's like okay keeps pushing it's pretty quiet um you know and then she sees that this 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 this, uh this window front window of a house she's passing she doesn't see who's behind it but she sees the curtain being drawn very readily very hastily yeah um and it's just a bunch of weird ominous things like that that are not overtly um you know um not overtly negative but very ominous and you can have like a scream in the background like in the distance yeah like stuff like that like some gunfire yeah and she starts like pushing her bike a little faster and like she's like okay i need to start moving you know and that's when she's like she gets on her bike and she realizes oh my parents and she starts biking 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 and that's when she sees the crowd of people and she's like oh god you know and and hides and that's when she maybe she sees what is taking place and she sees her dad you know and she knows it's her dad because of his clothes that she recognizes but his face is a little fucked from the disease from the the pudding lips you know <laughs> we're getting so serious and then you say pudding lips and i was just like pudding lips yeah i know that's the funny thing right but like that's the that's the slang. That's that's separate going around. Mush lips is another one they could go with. <laughs> I like wooden lips. Wooden lips is funny. Uh, so okay. So how about this? So yeah, 
Uh, so she happens upon them and notices something's wrong and then hides in the bushes out back or something and try to like comes around and she's just like, oh my God. And she knows that she's in a predicament where if she shows up, maybe her dad sees her and then tells the mom to run or something like that. And then the mom gets gunned down and the, mm-hmm. and then the like dad sets it set on fire. Like, right. The torches and then yeah. like the dad and their like 13 year old daughter are like embracing as they fucking torch the shit out of them. Oh yeah, totally. And it's totally. like this like really heavy moment for her and like, and have it be very like grim and grisly in the sense that like, cause in other movies where someone gets torched and they're hugging each other, they're just like, they die in that embrace, but that right. is like, the natural reaction of people. They panic. So you have like, say the younger daughter, she's on fire. She's panicking. She's trying to run but her dad's holding her by the arm hard because he's also panicking and they both are having this like this panicked reaction and they're you know it's just almost as if they're wrestling with each other while on fire and these guys just keep hitting them with the flame over and over and over and uh, and that's when they kind of succumb to their wounds and the front lawn is is like a bit you know is caught on a little bit of fire not not uh, not immense but enough from the residual flames from their bodies and you can see their death throes it's like really brutal like i'm talking right visceral you know what i mean well seeing a child burn is pretty fucking crazy <laughs> totally you know but I mean? i'm saying i'm saying like films never go like like bone tomahawk right visceral and you know uh dragged across concrete and it's like that same kind of idea where it's like but yeah well it's the same idea that violence is not pretty it's horrible it's panicked it's it's death is never you can never die with dignity was what anton levey say he said he said um he said uh death is the great equalizer and you can never die with dignity he said however some people leave a prettier corpse than others you know and uh and so ultimately yeah i believe that death is always terrible so whenever it is displayed in in, within the confines of this story it's keep it in keeping it in line with you are dreading seeing another death you know what i mean like you don't want the you don't want the people watching you want to actually because there's some people out there who are so desensitized and they find it so there's people who watch horror movies and just laugh because of how corny they are right like, of course yeah. human skull is such a hard thing to actually crack like really it's hard and there's movies where people are like stabbing someone through the brain with a chopstick you're like oh, come on <laughs> you know <laughs> and it's like but then you have like you know the more vi- visceral stuff and it's like you want those same people who have gotten so used to these horror movies and always laughing about these deaths and things like that you want to make them question and kind of feel sick a little bit like I don't really right. want to and like those who are willing to muscle through that story are going to be that much more impacted by it they may not want to watch it again because of how brutal it is but it drives that fucking point home you know what well, I mean yeah like, that I tension that 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 panic and that like I, I just picture her like covering her own mouth trying not to scream totally yeah and, like, like just she's, like, tears like, trying to coming down her eyes her maybe dad's grabbing at her trying to keep her near him because it's a horrible scary situation oh you mean the and, little like, girl the, the yeah little girl i'm saying she's like trying to run because her body is reacting to the pain like i gotta get away maybe from, they torch know? her first and then torch him right after totally like yeah it's horrible yeah and, and that's what i'm thinking is i'm thinking like it's pretty crazy i don't i personally don't like violence and things like that but i feel like it is the job of someone who is a, a artist like a filmmaker or any anything of that matter it is their job to challenge their audience right oh yeah well horror is always challenge them yeah yeah, totally yeah it's always done that always broken new ground and i feel like um you know utilizing like you know getting 
you know, just because it's ugly to look at doesn't mean you don't include it. Like you want to make this horrible <laughs> and like, and to really draw the, the, the trauma from the experience. Like this is the kind of movie that, you know, they say on a movie like, Oh, don't let small children watch this. A lot of the times those kids will watch it and be fine. You want this movie to mean it, <laughs> you know, and, um, but that's and, not, and nothing does it. it better than setting a child aflame. Set a child on fire, have her panic, have her dad trying to hold on to her. They set him on fire and he's like, let's go of her. She runs. They're torching her at the same time as he's trying to, he falls down. They keep torching her. You're screaming. It's horrible. You know, but the screams are being drowned out by the flames. And the meanwhile, this girl, Sharice, Cher, she's over around the, you know, the side of this fucking wooden fence. And she's just, she drops her bike because she's seeing this happening in front of her. It is the most traumatic, horrible thing ever to witness. Right. And, and these people are not only doing it, but they're enjoying it. Surely you guys realize we can't just let you run and go. <laughs> Jessica, get out of here. Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> <laughs> And she's and never even got to, like, make up for whatever rift, yes, rift was maybe, between them. So it's even. Yeah, maybe it's because she wanted to, you know, instead of working for her dad's company, she wanted to go to school or something. And there was like this big, weird, awkward thing or something like that. But like these people, them enjoying it builds that revenge porn factor. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I love revenge. Well, porn. it's That's like the favorite. John Wick, the John Wick, you know, where yeah, they, they totally. had to kill the puppy. In yeah. order to fucking make you feel fucking glorious about shooting every motherfucker in the head yeah, relentlessly. Like, oh, yes, yes. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah. rubbing your nipples. <gasps> oh, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> the, fucking Ape, the fucking Apex Legends character where he's just like, oh. <laughs> I think we need to come up with another character or another maybe two people that would be together because um, she's kind of separately and she'll have to end up going somewhere else. And and the really the horror, the horror of this movie is really the cult and the uh, humanity lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, by by the people totally. who want to take fucking, you know, it the matters into their own hand. Yes. Um, which, you know, because like that would happen anyway, because the government would fall apart. Like there'd be no orders or anything. There'd be massive destabilization. People would, would, you know, it'd be chaos and, and yeah, people would have to take extreme measures because they're scared. But obviously like in any situation when people have to take a situation of authority, uh, especially when it comes to like, you know, authority, authority over people's mortality in their lives, right. um, you're going to have people who are there just because they enjoy it. You know, and just it, like in the military, you're going to have people who are there to serve their country or to protect their families or whatever noble reason they may have. But then you have some people there who just want to kill somebody. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, there's a dividing line when it comes to these extremist group. Like there's, there's a few who you can see are troubled by it, but they're doing it because they want to protect themselves and their families. Right. But then there's a few among them that are just like sick fucks. Right. You know I mean? Like this is the moment that they've been waiting for just to do, be able to do weird fucked up shit. Totally. And or they're just twisted by the, 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 the overwhelming like destruction of everything that they know that they just go mad. 
I know it would be unorthodox too in this whole situation mm. is there might be a young man who's like his dad is like part of this extremist group and he's his dad's kind of like has no remorse no pity and this young man in this group is one of the people whose stories are being followed like okay. what okay so know, that's like, oh, it's very, yeah. instead of it being just a big group of survivors you know or whatever what if it follows the story of like one girl who is a survivor who's just has to make it through this horrible experience but then it also follows let's say a young man who is in the middle of the violence like is part of the violence and then you have like you know maybe even follow another person who is their family is is highly religious and very reclusive and they are the ones who are slowly creating this cult movement or something like that you know what i mean like do you remember that movie that um fuck what's his name he passed away he was in that fucking twister movie Game oh, over, man. man. Game over. Why can't I think yeah. of his name? Bill Poo- Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Bill Paxton did a movie, I think it was called Frailty, where he was kind of like this culty kind of leader. And like yeah. part of him was like you believed him, you know, and he thought his family yeah. were like demons or something like that. So kind of you could kind of have I don't want to mean to rip from that necessarily. I just mean the dichotomy of that you know gray area where you know maybe the 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 son's not on board right away or he is on board until he isn't do you know what i'm saying totally yeah no i i think so completely that makes a lot of sense so what do we call him um you think of this one man um i always think of stupid fucking regular names because i don't want to be offensive you know like lathander yeah (laughs) lathander there you go (laughs) lathander how about jamiroquai I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, love, I love his music. Hey, you know, something else that we could also do, by the way, is you uh, can also, if you have like a character in mind or like an actor that, you know, that you can think of, it also helps paint the picture for everybody else. So, you know, uh, I'm thinking the girl who is. Uh, actually right off the bat I think would be great for it because she has an awesome fear reaction when it comes to her acting mm-hmm. um, for for Charisse would be Ellen Page okay yeah because Ellen Page uh, you know she is such an average girl and she's so realistic I guess you could say she is not like Megan Fox like you know strutting around with her fucking Botox you know what I mean? <laughs> and I feel like Ellen Page would make a really good Charisse uh, okay you know um uh, yeah. Um, so let's think about this other name. How about um, I'm trying to think of a more southern-ish kind of sounding name. Um, Abe or uh, that's not a bad name. We'll just do Jeremiah. Abe. Jeremiah. Ooh, Something Jeremiah like is biblical. Yeah, exactly. And his family are like borderline religious, and they call him Jerry for short. All right, Jeremiah. Well, maybe they wouldn't because they'd be like, that's your oh, that's Christian true. name. you know. Jeremiah, what I mean? do what a man does. You know, and have to have him do these horrible things. Jeremiah Elton <laughs> passed <laughs> over whatever the fuck his name is. So he Jeremiah is- Elton Megan Johnson, you better do your job. <laughs> 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 we call him Jamiroquai for short. Uh, he does dancing and singing. Uh, <laughs> all right. He wears all sorts of neat hats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even remember barely anything about him other oh, than I him like walking guy. on a treadmill or something. Got to dance, 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 dance. Yeah, some good stuff. <laughs> um, so we yeah, gotta so come okay. up. I think we should do uh, two other people, but I think this should be older. I think so too. Hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like it and, could be like I'm an old couple. Thinking- 
Yeah, like I'm thinking, and again, unorthodox. You know what I mean? Like these characters are believable and real looking. Like Jeremiah could be a scrawny. You know what I mean? Like he's not really like he was kind of he's always kind of a loser, and his dad's always kind of like expecting him to be this like jockey fucking kind of like man's man. You know? And then like you know this old couple, we could have them be like like a ma and pa. Like in fact, these old people used to grow medicinal marijuana because one of them has glaucoma, and like you know, and the old lady, she's she's a little bigger, a little bit bigger, and. And, you know, she she wears her glasses and she has like she's very, very normal little like she's not an old lady, but she's like in her let's say she's like in her 50s. You know what I mean? OK. Um, and 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 her husband is a bit older than her and he's got, let's say, like early onset dementia or something like that. And what if she has um, to take care of him. I'm thinking of uh, a couple people in my mind. Have you ever seen yeah. the movie Demon Knight? No. You've never seen Demon Knight? Oh, you've never seen Demon Knight. Um, It's got Billy Zane in it. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah, and it's really fucking good. Um, uh, Have you ever heard of a movie called Gothica? Gothica, I've heard of. Haven't seen it, I don't think. Um, There's an actor by the name of Charles Dutton. Okay, let's see. Uh, Charles Dutton. Okay, Charles Dutton. Totally. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like him and his wife would be the lady from... Um, Demon Knight, which I'm going to type in and find out her name right now, because she she has this part where she fucking like flicks off the demon and he yeah. had already cut off her hand. Okay. Oh, CCH Pounder. CCH Pounder. Yeah, I feel like um, these oh, two. Yeah. Yes. Him and, and uh, her and Dutton would be great. Yes. Yes. Pounder yeah. and Dutton would be a great older couple. And. Absolutely. Yeah, because there's a part in Demon Knight where she's like, they wrap her arm up after he she flicks him off, and she's like drinking vodka like crazy, and they're like, hey, uh, are you okay? Do you want some painkillers? She's like, no, nah, it's cool. The vodka's kicking in. So what kind of relationship <laughs> do you think they should have? I think they could be like, I mean, because they're older, especially now. Um, uh, I feel like, I, I kind of like the... I don't know. Like, I feel like they should just be your traditional family. You know what I mean? Like a totally regular traditional family. Maybe one of them's got like heart problems. The other one's got. What if if they had a child? And I I keep hitting on this drum, but what if they have lost a child? Because we need to have them. They have to have like, I, I feel like they should understand loss, at least in some way, so that they can actually be their characters can be better equipped to deal okay. with the situation. Well, maybe they sense? had maybe they had a. Or like a sister or a brother or something. Well, no, maybe they had like a like a child and it died, or, or you know, yeah. like in their like thirties or something like that. Yes, from like yes, a car totally. accident or something. Just you know, like backstory. And here. let's say she's still partly haunted by it. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's going to affect her decisions as okay. the story progresses. Yeah, and like, it would be cool to be- see each of the characters like Sharice, the one that had the estranged family sort of uh, yes. having them flash back to arguments and then good times uh, as they're like dying and shit, like stuff like that. Totally. And I think that maybe even Sharice and um, Pounder's character mm-hmm. could develop almost like a mother daughter relationship, quasi right. mother daughter relationship. And there, you know, it's like Pounder wants to take care of her and Sharice is just fucked up after seeing what she's seen. Right. Uh, and, I think, and, their like, names should be Abraham and Chelsea. Abraham and Chelsea. That sounds good to me, man. Abraham, Chelsea, Sharice, and Jer- Jer- Jeremiah. Jer- Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah. 
Jeremiah. And uh, yeah, and I think that would be really fucking interesting. Yeah. And and um, yeah, he could have like heart problems and he has to have his pills like he has to have them cyclically. Yeah. Um, OK. Or else he can experience a severe atypical arrhythmia or something like that. He, and, he, he and, seems like his character would be someone that would sacrifice himself for the, for the greater good. Yes, but inadvertently, almost like it right. wasn't like his plan, but it just it happened. And during that moment, he's like, you know, get the fuck out, something like that. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's a hero or, moment. Or, yeah, he, or like maybe he's having these heart palpitations, and these issues, and he's like having a hard time standing. And it's because like he had to deal with somebody. You know what I mean? He had to okay. deal with someone like violently, and it, it triggered this attack. And since he didn't have his pills, you know, and there was like say three more coming who were looking to loot or whatever, and he's telling them to get out, and this old man dies fighting them off. Like his heart just. Gets out you know what i mean like no, something good. like that you know and again very brutal very yeah. brutal <laughs> you know <laughs> so how do you think these these three so like obviously in the beginning of the movie we we're going to be going through like her going to the parties and like all this stuff over the course of like i'm thinking that chelsea uh, actually sharice growing up with her family like they she knew the the family with chelsea and and uh what's his name oh uh abraham Abraham. So I'm going to type these out. So Abraham. Well, maybe they Chelsea. don't even get along well. What if that's. No, that's yeah. th- that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking um, Sharice. There we go. And Jeremiah. Um, Could I'm be their neighbor. That, I'm thinking, yeah, they were like they, they lived on the same street. Let's say they live like a few houses up. But Sharice knew them. In fact, she was kind of nervous um, because after um, Chelsea and Abraham lost their kid. Um, Chelsea always kind of had a impatience for children because it was always like, that's not my baby. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a, an annoyance. Right. And because of that, Sharice kind of learned to almost be intimidated of her and would always avoid her. Right. Um, ever since she had maybe an experience when she was younger where she like maybe bumped her bike into the, into, into, uh, Chelsea's car who was backing up. And because Chelsea's child, maybe they died something like that, something similar. Like, you know what I mean? Like go hit by a car or something. And because of that, um, Chelsea's reaction was so much stronger stronger towards young Sharice that that left an impression on her. It so kind of makes the, the whole thing dynamic because like if they have like this past aggression with every, everybody has these weird aggression, like, you know, yeah, in between it, aggression, but it's also like a, you know, not understanding like, you right. Know, and, and Chelsea actually regretted that, but didn't really know how to deal with it. And like, she's a child. She'll move on. She'll live. She'll forget. Okay. And Sharice is like, you know, always kind of harbored this like, oh, she's a mean lady. You know what I mean? And so don't want to fuck with her kind of thing always gave her a wide berth but in this situation after things go so fuckward so fast Sharice ends up being I guess I wouldn't say saved but brought in by Abraham and Chelsea after the occurrence and this is what was like the catalyst for them to connect and realize that they they could develop a stronger bond over time right like they have to connect in order to help survive like it's one of those things yeah that's cool exactly and I'm also thinking that Jeremiah this is just something I want to put out there I don't think Jeremiah is going to have a happy ending I don't think he's going to end up being self-sacrificing or saving anybody what if Jeremiah goes to the end of the fucking goddamn story and he actually ends up becoming like his father. You know oh, what I, mean? like, I like that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of where I was thinking with him because, like, that is too typical that he would yeah. be like the savior. I think yeah, it, he's going to save them all. No, fuck there's going to be like an integral, like, pinpoint moment that, like, he just flips on a dime. Yeah, uh, because exactly. because his survival is is the you know self sacrifice of it's not self sacrifice, but like. Not worrying about anybody else. Like he has to give up on who he was and become who he thinks he should be. 
for his dad. Right. And it's going to, it's going to, he's basically selling a soul to the devil. He's losing touch with who he is. And it's a, it's a very powerful moment because I think the thing, I think that we should have at some point in the movie mm-hmm. have a moment where Jeremiah is staring face to face with Sharice or maybe someone like Sharice, maybe a character. Okay. Maybe Chelsea, someone, okay. the main character. And Jeremiah is staying there with his flamethrower and they ha- he has them cornered. And his dad has since passed on from whatever. In fact, maybe Jeremiah had to kill his own dad, something like that. And you can see a moment that this person's saying, you know, maybe they got to know Jeremiah a little bit at some point, somehow, somehow. And yeah, his dad hands. I, I picture like his dad handing Jeremiah's dad handing yeah, him the something gun. like that. And go and, ahead, and this son. Person saying, you got to do Jer- what you, you know, got to do. Jeremiah, you're not like this. This isn't you. And Jeremiah is looking at them. You can see almost a moment where Jeremiah looks like he's going to turn on his dad, but he doesn't. He torches the person. You know what I mean? Like it's like this sudden shift. Like you, you want to surprise the viewer with like, oh, they think it's going to go one way, but it's not. Right. You know like I mean? like he'll be pushing back against his dad for a while and then it just snaps yeah, the, like the opposite see, way. Yeah, you want to see, you want your audience to go, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, right. caught off guard. And I think that would actually be a very powerful um, way to end the movie, actually. It sticks in their minds. Pisses them off a little bit. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> But it's not like it's not like a, a negative experience. Well, we also because, forgot another angle of this is the cultists, yeah. the people who are well, absolutely. And we should touch on that. But I'm thinking as far as like just, you know, a little bit of a nuance I view it from is that in Jeremiah, even though he torches um, Chelsea or Sharice or a, whatever, we, whatever it ends up being. But even though he does do it, let's say maybe his dad's already infected and is slowly dying in the background. So that gives you a bit of a you know, peace of mind that that motherfucker's going down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But Jeremiah ends up doing that, but you don't feel malice towards him as the credits roll. If anything, you feel pity because this is what he has become. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a good experience. His life is going to be terrible. You know what I mean? I got an uh, idea now. I have it perfect. Yeah. I think I have it laid out. Okay, what's up? So I got a name for for um the cult leader ish kind of guy he's not he's not going to be like the main um protagonist i would say you know what i mean but he will definitely be something where the two groups and jeremiah have to team up unfortunately like all these people have had to team up Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole because the cultists are so fucking dangerous. Right. Like, you know, like maybe that's how Jeremiah's dad gets the fucking infection. Or right. You got Sharice, Abraham and Chelsea uh, who are all together. Um, and like they're on one side. You got Jeremiah on the other side. We don't even you think he's on their side. Um, and then you got I have Lathander Cross. I think we should just that's a weird. That should unique. be the cult. The cult cultist yes cross totally that's dope yeah i like that (laughs) and he here's the thing now like i know we're jumping ahead a little bit here guys but we'll fill it in with some kills and shit like that and like stuff but like (laughs) so i think gone over a child getting torched so you know i I feel like lathander (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like lathander cross is like this i don't know i don't know 
what kind of style he would be like would he have yeah. an accent or would he be more gothy or you know what i mean like real like yeah. cryptic kind of guy Sander actually could very well be let's say he's actually a guy who recently moved to america from europe and he's oh. actually been living there for like maybe two years so he still has kind of a thick accent like a european um, accent yes but you can you it's hard to tell because a large chunk of his face is missing right from the disease but right. like he has a you know and they see it as 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 you know they, they can even call it like the kiss of light is what they'll call it the kiss of light oh. and um and that's when they'll kiss someone to give them the gift that's how they see it and so the way they will attack people is they'll like rush in hold them down and then they'll have the give the the, the chosen who gives the kiss of light to the to the the choosy you know what i mean and like it's this uh it's this like a ritualistic thing that normally those among their cult accept will right they they, they it's kind of like a, a thing of honor for those people who follow him is like yes. to be able to be yes. accepted into it uh and and those and who fight cool. against it he gets really wickedly fucked up about and you can even have a point like talking about that the tinnitus like effect that we're talking about that they can hear we could have um a moment like a conversation between lathander and a is say you know someone who's he's going to be inducting to the cult okay and someone has someone has already already has the infection and they're already like they're, they're like, actually picture like picture like a woman she's sitting there and a chunk of her lip is missing and she's just like she's reading a book quietly by candlelight Lathander comes in and, and they're talking quietly and Lathander, you know, there's a bit of an awkward silence. She closes the book and just kind of staring at the wall and Lathander goes, can you hear the music yet? Something like that. Or can you hear the whispers yet? Something like yeah. that. And she's like, um, I hear them in the distance, but not yet. And he goes, okay, well then you've been chosen, but in time you will hear his voice so much clearer. And, and, and she goes, you know, um, what does it sound like? And, and, and she looks almost scared. He goes, Oh child, don't be scared. And he comes closer and he's like, he says something fucking creepy. Like, you know, you know, when you can hear his voice, you will know his will. And then he'll say like, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and then he'll like, re, he, he, like, you know, at the end of the conversation, she goes, you know, yes, yes, Lathander or something like that. And he goes, he, he says something like go with light or something like that. And he reaches up into the wound of his mouth and pulls out this like pus, this like gross pus and anoints her with it. And right. Like, it. like the fucking bro- the, the flesh of Christ. Yeah, sort exactly. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really. I'm like, thinking to elaborate on on his. May I anoint you with life. Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 you know, like here, you know, go with the light or something. Like, the light is how they, because like, because their face is like degenerating and they're, they're, they're experiencing actually some macular degeneration due to the disease. Their eyes are starting to go. And so they'll see instead of, it's not like black. Their vision isn't going black. It's actually like brightening up, but it makes it harder for them to see. You know what I mean? It's like whiteout almost. And so they talk about seeing the light and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's like to them. But I would, I love the idea that the story progresses in a way that, both explanations for this disease make sense. Either right. A, it is a gift from some kind of deity, or B, it's just a disease, and you can't tell. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm like to play on that, where like the viewer's like, wait, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? Well, Charisse may be the one that might say something like, you know, we've 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 done nothing but stared at our phones, lived our lives online, and this whole time the world around us is falling apart. You know, something like that. Yeah, like something like, you know, we've spent so much time. Oh, here, this is where we can touch on something eldritch in there. You can even say, like, there's a moment where, like, Lathander is, like, talking to Charisse or somebody, somebody he'll be speaking to, somebody who's not of the cause, someone's not of his cult. Let's say someone says, well, if your god is real, you know, why have they come? Why have they come now? And why are they showing themselves now? And Lathander says, you know, you know, to touch on what you said, he's like, you know, we've been sending 
signals out into space, calling out into the abyss. And he goes, is it so hard to believe that eventually the abyss would call back? Or something like that. Yeah, like, you that's kind of cool. You know? yeah. and, then, and then he could say something like he goes, you know, and he goes, and the abyss is dark. But if you dig deep enough into the darkness of the abyss, eventually it is just as bright as the brightest light itself. Something like that. And that's where it comes, the whole idea, like, given to the light. You know what I mean? And it's like this eldritch curse. Like, actually, like, you know, it's like this this gift from an old god of some form. You, you know, know what, what I mean? You know what I also like, too, is like, what if yeah. uh, uh, Lathander uh, yeah. has, like, this girl that's kind of, like, he's kind of in, in some culty way has like made her become, you know, part of the cult, you know, uh, semi unwillingly. Like she was, she was just charmed by him, but then it turned sour and she didn't really understand. So like, she's like falling apart before him faster. Cause some people will fucking deteriorate faster. Yeah. Cause her doubt is like making the disease. Right. Not beneficial. And she like now. loses an eye and, and Lathander at one point in time is like, Oh my dear. Don't cry. You know, he's like, you've just made a donation for the God Beyond. Don't cry, my dear. This is a donation to our God. All will reveal itself in due time, my sweet love. And what if something twisted can happen to something twisted later to that same girl that he has, like, she's like his prized sheep or something, you know, of his cult. And like, you know, she's degrading. And over time, Lathander eventually decides, but he does it quietly. You don't really see the moment he decides, but he decides that she no longer is walking within the light because she's degrade deteriorating. She no longer believes, you know what I mean? She's no longer part of his flock. So out of nowhere, Lathander would like strike her down in some way in front of maybe, the characters to show how vicious he can be. You know maybe I mean? he does something to like slit her throat open and spray yes. the blood over people to infect oh, them. Absolutely. He could say something like, you know, my child, your, your, your faith has vanished, but you still have use to you. You have one final job. And then there she is crying and she's like, okay, I'll do whatever, whatever it takes. You know, I want my faith back. And he goes, yes, and you will have it. You will see the light once more and he walks behind her and then playing with her hair or something yeah and like then he drapes her like he like forces her like she's like flailing around because she's still conscious and bleeding but he's like holding her and like draping her body over top of the the, our characters who are bound at the time you know what i mean like or maybe maybe it's maybe jeremiah's dad is one of the bound and he actually ends up dumping her blood all over jeremiah and that's not jeremiah or all over his dad now drink He's bestowed his light upon you. That's that moment where he was like he has with his son. Jeremiah has with his dad, the leader of exactly. the, the uh, what do they call it? Dad, what do we call uh, those groups? Um, we can we can call the group the follower of the followers of the light, even the cleansing or something or, or something like that. Something yeah. like yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the the group who who burns people? Yes. Um. You know, we can, we can even go with like a name that's actually so mundane to kind of push forth. Right. The, Firefighters. The, yeah. To kind of push forth the idea that they are not, they, they believe this is a disease. This isn't a curse or a gift or anything. What and, about, uh, uh, what about the, um, Lathander Cross, their group will be called the cleansing. It sounds like, know, I know. like that because then their belief can follow the, in line with that the rot 
and the pestilence is the cleanser. Right. That it's not you know? to be scared. Don't be not be scared of the. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a beautiful thing. And if you accept his gifts readily, they will not harm you. But those who are not followers of the way and of the light will die by the droves. And that right. is his plan. It's like their rapture. You know what I mean? Except it's an elder god that's fucking like fucking with you, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like this. Like, yeah, I think it'd be totally. good though that you do not know about this like elder god and it being no, true. You have, you know what? I want to imply that it's right. an elder god, but never actually say it. I want people to yeah. after would after play with the idea and be like, well, you know, let's dig into it and try to figure out what the origin is of this. Like, what, what is it really? You know what I mean? Speculation is, is the, the key to success when it comes to stories like that. I feel like, like you see um, like a creature in the background, like in the sky. I don't know. It was always tentacles or something in fucking or you, you H.P. Have Lovecraft. Like when Lathander is, is, has the girl, she's like finally like a lot of most of the blood's leaving her. Like the, it's not gushing out anymore. It's kind of just like slowly pouring, but she's still a bit there. He has his hand around her forehead, right? Like he's holding her by her forehead and he has his other arm wrapped around her arms because she's like smaller. So he can like just drape her like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he lets go of her torso, but he still has his hand on her head, tilting her head back, you know, for the blood and stuff. Right. And then you can see her eyes like are looking up and he goes, do you see him now, child? And then you see from her point of view and you see like this pulsating image of like bright light. But then within that light, you see these fucking tendrils moving around as if you were seeing a giant Humboldt squid underwater. But you, that's the kind of like the imagery, the similarity. Yeah. But like, and then you see that, but then you see her eyes fade and her eyes close and he lets her go and he goes, and now she's with the light. And you hear the, but then you hear the shrieking of Jeremiah's dad who now realizes he has the infection and he's just shrieking, like losing his fucking mind because like this is, this is his ultimate fear. You know what I mean? And Lathander's just smiling like as if he's completely unaffected, like fucking, I'm talking the same kind of psychotic looking level as the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So now, now that we kind of have like some milestones throughout the story, now we get to bring it all together. Uh, I really do like, I I like the fact that Jeremiah, what's his dad's name? Yeah, let's call his dad. His dad's name is Adam. Let's say their last name is, you know, Adam and Jeremiah. Too biblically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, exactly. That's their family's upbringing, but it's like Americana. Jeremiah and Adam. Yeah, name, last name would be Rickle. Rickle. That could work. Like that's their last name, but it's never really mentioned that much. It's just that this part of their last name. <laughs> like, okay, so we got them. They are with the firefighters. Well, actually, and may, maybe go, maybe his go. father was is an actual firefighter, and yeah. like they decide to take it into their own hands. And you think of like firefighters as like these like you know, heroes and shit like that. So in their mind, firefighters. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And like, I feel like in the movie, at least when it gets to the height of like craziness at the, like at the end of the movie, there's like literally piles of bodies being burned in the middle of the fucking like intersection of streets and shit where people are just dumping their body, executing people, charred corpses and scream people still alive being thrown on a pile of burning bodies. Like you have people in like these, I wouldn't, I don't want to call them hazmat suits, but they're like makeshift suits. Like they've taken tarpaulin and shit and made their own custom like sterilization suits and throwing people on the fires and stuff like that. And yeah, they just wear trash bags. (laughs) Yeah. And you have like, you have guys, you have guys off to the side with like thermal blanket looking things and they're, they have the flamethrowers. They're they, they're all all the flamethrowers will look like they. Some of them look the same, but most of them will look different. Like they're all homemade, and they like they'll have like actual like big propane tanks. These guys are standing there just torching the pile, and people are being thrown on it. And like, but there's there's like situations where like 
Like there can even be a, a clip where there's some guy standing nearby with rifles, you know, and uh, there's this like woman screaming and these guys are dragging her and she's missing, you know, portions of her face and her neck. And they're I taking like her that, through, yeah. they throw her on the pile, but then she gets back up and tries to run away from the pile, but she's on fire. And then you hear a gunshot ring out like a realistic gunshot. And then she fucking falls and she's groaning and you can see blood starting to dump out of her chest. They come back, they grab her and they throw her back in the pile. And now she's doing that arm swaying thing that people do when the blood's leaving their brain. And then they torture and like, you know, and it's this horrible fucking sight to behold. Drive the point home that these all these bodies here have died horribly. Like this yeah. has not been a this is not like a regular. Oh, they're dead. Now we burn them. No, it's like these people are getting burned on the spot, you know. So I think it would be kind of interesting too. like everybody just thinks Lathander Cross is just this crazy guy who's just 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 lost his purpose in life and decided to become some fucking God or whatever the fuck it is. But by the end of the movie, you know, like I feel like so we have Abraham and Chelsea, the old couple, uh, Sharice and those three together all join forces. But because of Lathander Cross coming in between Jeremiah and Adam, Adam his father. Actually, let's say their last name is Thompson. Let's not go Rickles. Thompson? Thompson, okay. Much more basic. You know what I mean? Adam and, and, and Jeremiah Thompson. Right. Anyway, sorry, continue. Yeah. So, like, Adam and Jeremiah Thompson, who are the firefighters, who are actually burning people to, to try to stop the disease from spreading, they have to team up with Sharice, Abraham, and Chelsea to mm-hmm. stop Lathander Cross. But I think yeah. in some way... They do get Lathander Cross by the end of the movie somehow, some cool way they get to him. And by yeah. the time he's dying, he's like, I've become the ultimate sacrifice. Welcome totally. To- he's like, he's welcoming it. He doesn't right. even like, he doesn't care. He's like, this was, this was foretold to me in a dream. That you don't want his death to be satisfying for the viewer because you want him to be so delusional and so maybe not delusional, obviously, but so deep seemingly. in his stuff. Yeah, seemingly. You can't tell, right? But he's so seemingly delusional that he's untouchable. You can't cause him fear. He has none left. Because he has the faith in his dark lord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His dark lord so deep in the abyss, he is made of light. Like, yeah. it's like fucking weird. It's like, how do you stop a person that believes in this so much? And it's like, there is no reasoning with that kind of individual. There no, is no fear to be shed upon them. You know what I mean? Nothing like nothing more dangerous than a, a, a resourceful madman. Right. It's like, you know. Yeah. And totally. I think I think it would be interesting like if they finally they kill him. How would they kill him by the way? Like how do you think they get through some of his minions? Like I I feel like he needs to die slowly for them to feel like liberated. He's like, "Yeah, what are you going to fucking do now?" They're like, you know, like Jeremiah dies somehow and like yeah. I think it's like Sharice and like Chelsea who are left and like yeah. they're like standing over his body as he's slowly dying. Oh, what if yeah, you what if, have no idea I've become the ultimate sacrifice. This is yeah, like, been what foretold. if his body emits a vapor or something like that? I think that they should just the turn around and that's when you see this huge hulking fucking creature oh. of some sort or, or you see the clouds parting like right. above like something so massive and like and you hear this rumbling roar in the distance like kind of like a like a you know whatever something fucked up yeah like they turn around and they see that and that's literally the end of the movie this was all planned <laughs> What the fuck? 
totally. And, and then maybe the death of Abraham is when Jeremiah, the uh, Jeremiah ends up oh. killing Abraham. What if that's that's what we have for that clip? I think he should be. Is, I think Abraham should be something before that to help them get to Xander. So we're gonna we're gonna need a character to exemplify Jeremiah's loss of humanity. You know what I mean? We need oh. someone to, to 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 bite it. You know what I mean? Wait, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, because remember, he like, there's going to be a point where you know his dad infected is like ch- telling him you have to fucking torch this motherfucker, somebody. And Jeremiah is looking as if he's not going to do it, looking as if he's you know that's not who he is. The person knows who he is, so they're saying, "Oh, don't, this isn't who you are." Blah blah. And it looks for a moment like Jeremiah is going to turn the the flamethrower on his dad, but ends up torching this person. And I'm thinking it should be a main character that people oh. actually know what the fuck about. So but like, I think, I, you know. here's here's what I got an idea of. So yeah. Jeremiah has to torch, uh, maybe like it's it's his it's his priest or something like his his family's like uh baptist church fucking you know totally they- you know what and this this priest we should you know preliminarily build that this priest has been more of a father to jeremiah than his father and then adam has ever been you know what i mean right. and like and so like he's closer to this priest and this priest is saying to him jeremiah this is not who you are and and whatever and and his dad's like he's infected but his father's also infected you know what i mean that's why it's gonna be kind of an aggravating scene right but, uh but that's gonna be the point you know, well, and, uh, I think that'd be good. I think I think the way it should be is that his father isn't affected yet, but then becomes infected later. But because he's killing indiscriminately, if yes. they're infected, then it comes time that he has to kill his own dad as well. And totally. uh, you know what I mean? But he does yeah, kill from the, the girl's blood. Yeah, right. The girl's blood's been dumped. There on. you yeah, go. Totally. That's where Adam yeah. gets fucking taken out. Um, yeah. He sprays it all over his dad's face. Like it's, yeah, like it's the, yeah, yeah Thander just dumps her on, on, like yeah, just dumps yeah, dumps the blood on him, and then like Adam's losing his mind, like shrieking like a fucking psychopath because this is a horrible experience. And when the the group finally escapes, Jeremiah somehow, and I'm thinking primitively, like doesn't use a flamethrower, but primitively sets his dad on fire. You know what I mean? Like he actually like like uses gas like gasoline or like I think he should kerosene. shoot him first though, just as like an act of you know human kindness because you wouldn't want your family to just die in a fire totally but like again it's like you want this to be like the most fucking twisted hard like what if he doesn't have a gun available like what if he's just like his dad's and he thinks okay well don't worry you won't feel the fire and his dad's like no jeremiah don't he's like don't worry dad you'll be asleep when it happens and he like uses like a two by four that's a part of this dilapidated church this cult was held up in i got it i got it i think he should just smash his head on the ground yeah Okay. Yeah, it works. He's like, go ahead, son. I, I love you. Yeah. You know, you're doing good by me and the Lord, you know, like whatever. Yeah. And then he's like yeah. smashing his head over and over as he's screaming. Yeah. And then he burns his body. Like, and that's oh, when and he- What if something else? What if after he, he burns his body, he's like staying there, like breathing heavily, like, you know, after it's all over, right? And then Jeremiah looks down at his hands and he sees his dad's blood and like this green pustures fluid on his hands. And he actually sees a sore start to blister up on his hand. Ooh. And then it pans to Sharice and Chelsea, who invariably will then see the, the arrival of this elder god in the sacrifice of Lathander Cross. Right. Yeah. So so we, we yeah. still need to figure out two things. Yeah. So Abraham, who is Chelsea's husband, the old couple... Yes. He sacrifices himself in a fight with the firefighters, I think. Yes, I'm thinking so. I'm like, thinking so. Like, he slams into a group of them that are trying to take out them. 
He gets in his car. He's having a heart attack. He yeah, gets he's in like a car. Screaming. Yeah. He gets in the car, smashes into a bunch of them, and they just set the car on fire. It explodes. Yeah. And totally. they get away. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And then let's say, he, let's say he takes out a few though with running them over. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, He'll be like, fucking. You can actually see one guy's like chest cave in from the wheels. You know oh I mean? yeah, that's yeah. Or like one just like it just cuts his body in half when he slams into something, and it's it, like, like slides him, off the hood. Smears him. Yeah, yeah, like actually like like there's still skin attached, and like his guts are kind of dumping. It. You can see the fat and everything just like smeared. <laughs> like it's not a clean cut. It's gross. Like he's he's basically been smashed in half. Like right. you know what I mean? Like, like brutally. Packet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go, motherfuckers. So then how does Jeremiah die uh, with Lathander? He, he isn't dead, and it doesn't say whether he's dead or alive. I'm thinking after he kills his father, like puts his father out, and he has his father's blood on his hands after he like berserk fucking smashed his dad's head in, right? He and lit him on fire. He sees his hands. He sees these sores starting to pop up on his hands. He's already infected. Then the scene pans to Chelsea and Charisse, who have cornered Lathander. And Lathander is staying there. He has this like ritualistic dagger that he carries around everywhere. Let's say that, but let's say it's not like a traditional dagger. It's like made out of like pig bones. Like it's like, it's like this gross fucking diseased <laughs> riddled thing. And he's standing there looking at them and, 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 and Charisse and Chelsea are like, they're not going to like try to run or anything. They're chasing him down. They want to put this guy down. Right. And, uh, they have him cornered in this one area of the church. Like let's say near one of the stained glass windows, but it's cracked up a bit. Like you can see outside, you can see the light outside. Okay. And and then um, you know Lathander, he's standing there with a knife, and and, and uh, let's say Sharice, she she has the shotgun that that was actually it was, she grabbed it off the wall. It was it was Adam's shotgun when they were captured, and she has it, and she has it pointed right at him. And and Lathander drops the gross fucking rib bone knife thing, and he puts his his hands up like a prayer, not like traditional prayer. Like he has like a weird, he's holding them strange, like you know what I mean, like something that like that's like part of his religion. Okay. And, 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 and he looks up to the, the, to the sky and he goes, he goes, lo, I have seen the light. And then she, and, and she goes, not yet, motherfucker, or something like that. And she shoots him and he right. falls back and, and he just gets like, it's a buckshot. So he gets fucked, right? He's on the ground. And that's when he says, you know, oh, I've made the ultimate sacrifice and he, he dies. And then like, you can see like a bit of this weird vapor kind of escapes from like some of his pores. And it's kind of weird. Next thing you hear this droning boom outside and then the women open the door to see the you know they hear like 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 uh, people screaming in the background and all this crazy shit going on <laughs> and then they look up above and these clouds are parting and this massive something like you can't really make out what it is there's some tendrils and you can hear this like droning like a kind of thing you know and what then, would be cool is know? if like when you see that you see a helicopter before it yeah slam into it yeah, totally. Like, like you know like, what I mean, and just like like horrific. It, it looks like action's about to go down, and then boom, and it's like boom, credits. You know what right? I mean? Like, yeah. that would be fucking tight. Yeah. You just hear a scream in the background. Also, I was thinking of this too for Jeremiah. Yeah. What if like the way he dies is he gets mad because his father dies, and he yeah. knows he's infected. What if he tries to pull the whole kamikaze bit, but it doesn't work? Yeah. Do you I know think what so. I mean? And then yeah. so like Lathander tries to he goes in there to fucking kill Lathander like in some building and yeah. somehow he like narrowly escapes even though he's wounded. And that's yeah. when all the shit with fucking uh Chelsea and uh Charisse 
yeah. that you were talking about where I think you said Chelsea shot. Totally. And it leaves you wondering what happened to Jeremiah. You know what I mean? Like after he's, he's clearly infected. Well, clearly no, I mean, he blows coming. himself up. Oh, you want to? Oh, he actually like kills himself. Yeah, like he goes in there to fucking like. Oh yeah, we're, take we're, out Lathander because it's just like it's it's beyond any help now. So this is yeah, like the most his life will have. This is his purpose. fucking last act. Yeah, right. To try to eliminate this. Yeah. So totally. like, I think it would be interesting. And if Lathander, like he definitely gets hurt, but yeah. he makes it out, and so it's like this big like. Bum, bum, it's almost like for not kind of yeah for not <laughs> moment and then and Sharice and Chelsea take care of it right boom this was our plan <laughs> okay what the fuck credits roll and then the name of the movie fucking comes into view and it says lips puddin lips <laughs> you know for a movie that's called puddin lips it has a pretty uh, you know elaborate story that we just made up in about an hour it sounds good man i i would watch it honestly it sounds dope as fuck and it's not just because we fucking thought it up i just that sounds like a good movie <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, uh, now, now the one thing that that we do have to uh, come up with now is, you know, how they have those taglines, you know, uh, like you talking about like the trailer taglines, just like on the cover, you know, they're like, you know, um, like okay. no one can uh, hear you scream in space, something like maybe along the lines of um, not all things can be purged with fire or um, not all things can be purged. Um uh, maybe in something more about inevitability. Inevitability could work. Yeah, like uh, you could say like uh, who? Like I'm thinking something and like ominous and bizarre, you right? Know what I mean? like, like really, like rot is inevitable, or like um, something mm, like fucked. You know what I mean? Mm, um, or the dawn of rot. <laughs> the dawn of rot. Yeah, totally. Or uh, or or pestilence. You could say the dawn of pestilence. The dawn um, of pestilence. Yeah. Or, um, or even say like you know, disease or a gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a little too on the nose there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, how about how about like something just like you know, stupid? Like it's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. And I feel fine. Yeah, I think the only thing I know is like, uh oh, overflow, population, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. spinning out. Where's my mouth? Anything out of the mouth? Literally, <laughs> dude, it, it, I think it's a really good story. What do you guys think that are listening now? I mean, I know some of this is kind of hard to follow along with unless you really lock in, but you know that's why I try to add the sound effects and stuff to kind of like paint the picture for you guys as we're telling the story. You know, obviously we're not doing it live, but you know, gives you guys a little bit. Was there anything that you would guys would add or take away, or did we just totally fucking bomb on the fucking idea on certain things? <laughs> <laughs> like I want to hear from you guys and any of the comments on any of our shit below. So make and sure you do also, that. So feel free to contact us if you need concept designers for, for you know for scripts. For oh movies, yeah, because we, we have we intellectual property rights over this concept. Yeah, this is ours. You right, names, it, story. Yeah, yeah. I'll suck. Money. It doesn't cost much. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally blowjob is currency for us here. So we will, 
work with it. We enjoy. No. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're like, yeah, I was going to hire them until they said that bit about the blow until job. they told me to suck their dick, and now I don't want to. <laughs> Sound like some good old boys to me, huh? Yeah, now they want me to suck on their penis. That's gross. <laughs> That's filthy. So blowjobs have no business in Hollywood. <laughs> and I, guys, I got to say, like, typically I will and I will still I'm going to attempt this. But there gets to a point. I usually try to make a trailer like a faux trailer for all these movies that we come up with. And this one's going to be this one's going to be something else. OK, let me tell you, like, yeah. I'm going to have to dig pretty deep and I'm limited on some of the stuff that we talked about. So, I mean, it's going to take a lot of work, guys. So just if I don't end up finishing the fucking trailer, just understand, like, this is we're talking like we're not talking about like fucking uh, an hour or two of work. <laughs> this is like yeah. five hours of research to find the appropriate fucking clips and like you know like mm-hmm. five hours of fucking trying to piece it together or more it could be like a 15 hour project um, there so could I'll- be clips from yeah you can use all sorts of stuff and it's definitely a fucking needle in a haystack situation <laughs> the whole time we were like writing it out and saying it I'm like oh god this is gonna be uh. yeah <laughs> it's like try hard stop like god damn it try hard fucking stop <laughs> you've no, gone you too far deeper. yes <laughs> I'm not gonna be done till I bombed your whole podcast with my big boner. <laughs> so you got to tell them where they can find you, man. Like where where do they find you? Yeah, just you got to go to YouTube and then type in Try Hard Space Heroes and that's it and you will find me and you will find my weird obnoxious fucked up content and uh, and I hope you stop by and and we can we can talk about finger diddles. It'll be great. <laughs> and I'll post links, like I said below. Legitimately, he is a very funny guy. Uh, I think you guys, if you guys like my humor, you'll you'll definitely get into fucking tryhard shit. So definitely give him a follow, guys. So, but hey, man, thank you so much for doing this, dude. Yeah, no, I had fun, man. I love this kind of shit, dude. Yeah, dude, I this love horror and 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 movie plots. It's, fucking it's great. not easy. For some people, it's like it's like fucking hard, and even for me. You know what? I used to do this kind of shit when I was a kid. I had a childhood friend, and we would sit and conceptualize movies all the fucking time. Yeah. And like we had these big dreams of becoming directors and making movies. So um, it's like second nature for me now. But I, it, it is a very big undertaking to kind of. It's like where the fuck do you start? And like it's always like literally start with the characters. That's always it, right? Like right. you have to start with the characters, and once you flesh them out the story basically writes itself out right yeah because then you just start it starts opening up other doors and shit like that so it's like yeah like you're not creating a fucking story really you're creating people you're creating personalities right and then then the story fits around them and that's literally the art of coming up with with movies it's amazing and guys we did this in like an hour or so a little over an hour here um so you can imagine like if we had more time we would flesh these out so i always say that at the end for those of you that are like well why didn't you it's like dude do you know how much we just spit out <laughs> just, just literally within a short period of time i think we've gotten a basic overview right but i think it would be cool if people could you know if, if you guys have ideas to flesh it out as as uh, alex said and kind of work on you know the the intricacies like the character interactions the scenes of dialogue 
catalog, you know, things yeah. like that. If you're into that stuff, that would be really cool to flesh this out. Let's see what we can do with it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if we could make a movie like this, that would be amazing. But I would yeah, say yeah. that a minimum of like $20 million to do something that we're oh, talking yeah, about. This is a high budget idea. Like it's <laughs> none of this is like fucking film this in your parents' basement. Garage. <laughs> this is like yeah. some real shit. <laughs> You know, we we can always just get a child actor, burn them, burn uh, them, and 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 it won't be real uh, as far as anyone else is concerned, and it'll be great. <laughs> well, we had to use a real person, um, so we we didn't have the money not to. Um, <laughs> Substitutes will not fucking work in this situation. Yeah, man. Well, but no, thanks. I had fun, man. This is awesome. I appreciate it, man. It's it's been a lot of fun, dude. So, guys. Check out the information below. We will be back next week. We're going to be doing Bright Burn. So Brittany will be back for that, hopefully. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing Bright Burn and doing a whole spoiler free and then a spoiler section and talking about our thoughts and all that other shit. So you're going to want to tune in for that. But uh, thanks for coming by, guys. And we'll see you next, next week. week.